This is Twin City Song Story. I'm your host, Mark Sweeney. Ted Moore is both a sound designer and composer. He can currently be heard in Savage Umbrellas, These Are the Men. In this episode, Ted talks about Persephone, which was produced in collaboration with choreographer Hannah Holman at the Cole Center in December 2014. Ted discusses why his computer is becoming a signature instrument, and he also tells how his collaboration with Holman and his fellow instrumentalists enhanced the storytelling of Persephone. This is Twin City Song Story. Hi, I'm Ted Moore. I'm the composer and sound designer of Persephone. The story of Persephone is the story of the Greek goddess, Persephone, who is the goddess of springtime growth. The first movement was about being home and being comfortable. Uh, the second movement was about um, being in a new and scary place. The third movement was about uh, sort of nostalgia for the old, for home after you've left and sort of the fear of the new place being unappealing and just wanting to return. Um, the fourth movement was about the sort of dark hour of the soul when you don't, you know, you've lost yourself and you're not sure what to do and you're not sure who you are and if you belong and and then the fifth and sixth movements are coming out of that and making a new place for yourself. There's a moment in the fourth movement where there are these two um, two dancers that are just sort of facing each other. They're probably about three or four feet apart, and they're leaning forward very, very slowly and almost touching foreheads. This is over the course of like three or four minutes, and there's just a white noise playing. That's the whole soundscape is just white noise, and there's some like other little sound cues that come in that are kind of subtle, but... Um, you know, we had talked about that moment a lot, and, and I really wanted to do something with, like, just white noise, and she wanted to do something with really still movement, and we're like, oh, these should go together, right? So then they got paired up that way. So I'm not sure it was really, like, triggering each other's ideas as, as much as just, like, we are in the same world and sort of living in the same ideas, and then I think it just happened very naturally. I really am drawn to live performers. I just add a, a certain energy to a performance that anything that's pre-recorded just I think we'll never have. Uh, there's also a whole body of knowledge and like artistic expertise that you bring into a project, right? If I have a um, like the saxophonist in Persephone, you know, I, I I mean I've worked with this saxophonist. His name is Kyle Hutchins. He's very talented. I've worked with him many times before, but uh, you know there are things that I don't know about the saxophone and will never know. And we'll be working on a particular section. He'll say, "Oh, what about this? This would sound great." And I'm like, "Yeah, that you're right. That sounds great. Let's use that." You know, so that dynamic is something that is really exciting to me. Um, and then the live processing. I mean, I treat it like a like another member of the ensemble. And in fact, on the credits, it's like all these performers, and then. Ted Moore, comma, laptop as my instrument because I'm there live doing things, sometimes like sliding my fingers around an iPad or like hitting MIDI controllers and stuff because I think that's an exciting like dynamic live part of the performance too that just helps it breathe and lets things happen at the right pace. And 
the effects that I've been developing lately, some of which were specifically for Persephone, some of which were for other pieces that I've done in the last year or so. I've really started to think about them as like specific techniques that aren't confined to the piece for which they were conceived. Similar to how a violin can play arco or can play pizzicato or can play ponticello or can play double stops. I mean, these are all just the same instrument, different sounds that are recombined, recombined for different pieces. And so lately the effects that I've been developing, I think about as just different sounds from the same instrument that can be recombined for different pieces, which I think is really exciting because it feels like this ongoing instrument that I am creating and developing over years and building this repertoire with, rather than um, you know making like a cool delay effect and using it on Persephone and then like never using it again or whatever. A lot of the sounds that get used in the show, these are the men, uh, come from the sort of bag of effects that I've been generating over the last um, last couple of years. I mean, I think that if you, you know, I, I'm not sure you'd be able to tell, which is maybe the beauty of it, but, but yeah, it's the same, you know, the same set of tools, just recombined in different ways and using different source material. I mean, there's some recordings of Beethoven string quartets and these are the men, which are then processed and Sounds, you know, totally different. In like five years, somebody hears a piece of mine and they hear this like sound that they heard in a piece three years ago and they're like, oh yeah, that's, that's a, there's Ted, that's a Ted thing there. I'd be like, yeah, that is a Ted thing. Well, there's a, there's a good story about revision that happened. I mean, we cut almost a whole movement of this, of the score of the music um, about maybe like 10 days before the premiere. I mean, we just like, you know, we were talking about how, like what it was the, the fifth movement. We ended up just like, and it was because we couldn't figure out like how to get from the dark night of the soul into like the sort of glorious ending. That transition just didn't quite feel right and we couldn't. And so then Hannah suggested, well, what if we just take the prologue, which is this like four minute, piece of music and just stick it in the middle of that fifth movement instead of the music that's there. You know, she was all sort of worried about that, like I wrote this music and we're just gonna cut it. And I was like, no, like that sounds great. If you think that that's what we should do, then that's what we should do. So we did that and I thought it worked super well. I, I think it um, was a bolder choice and so it clarified the the flow of energy in that like 10 minutes that were happening there, I think it just clarified it. I think those 10 minutes felt a little um, timid and it was because there wasn't a bold enough musical activity that was going on. And so to cut out that timidness, which I think in the sort of flow of the story, a timid climb out of the darkness is fine. But I think just the way that the piece came together as an hour of activity, that timidness just didn't feel good. So we took out the timidness and made a bolder choice, and that bold choice was to throw in this prologue. Um, and then, you know, it gave a nice sort of recapitulation thing, and also um, 
gave a very specific activity for the dancers to do that felt really strong right there. I was like, oh yeah, they could like do that thing because it came from the prologue and now it feels good here for these reasons. So it just sort of was like a clarifying move. Here is the fifth movement from Ted Moore's Persephone. This is Twin City Song Story, produced by Mark Sweeney with the assistance of Noise Picnic and Minnesota Playlist, recorded at the downtown Minneapolis Central Library. For more information about Ted Moore, you can visit tedmoore.com. Thank you for listening to Twin City Song Story. If you like what you heard, please rate us on iTunes and tell your friends. Thanks.